Hey guys, and welcome to LALS Podcast. I am your host, Julie Walker, uh, owner of Leave a Little Sparkle. You can find me on Teachers Pay Teachers. You can find me at my website, leavealittlesparkle.info. And you can also find me on other social media platforms. Just look for leavealittlesparkle.info or Leave a Little Sparkle. You'll know it's me because there's pink and glitter and yeah. I love all those things. So today is our first inaugural podcast. I'm so excited. Um, I actually have a special guest to start us off. So there'll be six episodes in this and you can find us uploaded every Wednesday morning. So I'm so excited to get into it. We have Mr. Clark coming. He's actually the ESC uh, teacher here at Jewett. School of the Arts. Um, that is the school that I'm located at. And he has an interesting, fascinating um, story. And I can't wait to just dive right in. And I hope you guys enjoy the episode just as much as I've enjoyed creating the episode. And again, find us every Wednesday and I will have different and new exciting guests every single week. So thank you, Mr. Clark, for joining me today. Um, this is Mr. Clark, and he is our ESE extraordinaire, but helper with literally everything. Um, and so I'll just let you introduce yourself a little bit. Well, thank you so much, Julia, or Miss Walker. <laughs> well, it's an honor, and it's just been great getting to work alongside you this year. Well, thank you. And learning from you. <laughs> I've learned a lot. And... Um, Thanks for thinking of me to be a guest. Absolutely. You definitely have the personality for it. I oh. wanted somebody who was willing to talk about things and, and, you know, because I want this to be a podcast for teachers. Sure. That is just real. Yes. And so we're in the trenches together. Yes. Things get real. Every week things get real. Yes. Last week something got very real. Yes. And you ended up having to be in the middle of that. So I know this wasn't planned to talk about, but I kind of really wanted you to like talk about it a little bit. We had a lockdown last week. Sure. And it was not a practice. And you ended up having to really handle a lot of it. How did that feel? Well, I can, can attribute a lot of it to... Um, I used to be a, a CPI okay. in, in instructor. That's crisis prevention, and, mm -hmm. and so much of that is verbal de-escalation yep. and staying calm, Yeah, which is something we need to do as well as teachers. Yeah, and especially, I mean, working with exceptional students, like sure. staying calm is very staying important. Staying calm, that's right, yeah. ne never overreacting. Right. And even though when there's things happening and you're in your mind, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. freaking out. On the outside, you're projecting calm. But you're having to, yeah. You're just, right. Be a hero. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and so really it was just staying calm yeah. and communication and um, and basically just like, hey, how can I help you? 
Yeah. How, how can I help you? Because you seem like you need some help. So come with me and let's see how I can get you the, the right, the help you need. Yeah. So we can't really go into too many specifics, but um, I know you, you happen to be the one who saw somebody who needed the help and the school went on lockdown and then, you know, um, poor Mr. Clark had to be the one to go through all that. So thank you for talking about that because I know sure. we hadn't planned on that. Yeah, but. and I'm not sure, you know, how much I'm allowed, uh, you know, allowed to say. But yeah, right. the, the big thing is staying calm Yeah, and communication. And I think also yeah. I'm thinking in, in our line of work, we communication, yes. ginormous. And yeah. even when I think of law enforcement. Yeah. How big communication is. And, and just in life, communication. Yeah. How you speak to someone. It you, would really change the world if people would watch how they oh, spoke yeah. to people. When you think about marriages that, oh, that yeah. fail, relationships are damaged because of communication. Yeah. We were just talking about Dr. King. Mm. His words that were so powerful. His yeah. words to bring people together mm-hmm. to resolve problems. And I talk to the kids now, like, hey, are you using your words to bring people up? Yes. Are you using your words to bring people down? Let's let's use your words to bring people up. Right. Because there's enough words going out there that are bring people down. Let's yeah. Let's bring people up with our words. So, let's go ahead and jump into our questions. So, why special education? Yes. Yeah. I've been inspired. First of all, to be in education by so so many people. My parents were teachers. My oh, mom okay. was a special ed teacher for oh. many years. And she uh, was a job transition specialist. So she was helping kids uh, with special needs find jobs, advocating for them, helping them in the community. When Lake Region High School uh, first opened uh, in 1995, I was a sophomore, and it was exciting. It was a brand new school. And that, my friends, is real life. We are really at school. Yes. Uh, so I was there at high school, and I had such a great, I had a great childhood. I had a great school experience. I had so many teachers that I would consider mentors and role models. Um, I want to talk about my mom a little bit because she was at high She was, her office was at Lake Region High School while I was in high school. So I got to see what she was doing. And because I was kind of, I was kind of known uh, being involved with TV productions and things like that. Right. She would always say, well, Robert, don't forget to include these particular students. Don't oh, don't overlook them. What a big heart. And that stuck with me. Yeah. Because I'm thinking how much fun I'm having, and I, I have things very good, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm thinking about kids that don't have it as good, and right. I didn't. I, I, I also wanted them to have a great experience. Yeah. And I remember thinking if I could be someone that could help people and uh, really my parents being in education was huge because when I was in college teaching was maybe top five mm-hmm. it wasn't at the forefront there there were other things I was thinking but I got into it when I graduated college because I started subbing okay but inspired by so many teachers like so many teachers I like ship elementary okay. um, Mrs. Compton was my third grade teacher she go on to be the principal at Garden Grove Elementary. Shout out, Miss Compton. Yeah, and um, we're still in touch today. So uh-huh. many great teachers at Lake Region High School. Stacy Shubley, a dynamic English, English uh, language arts teacher, just like you, Miss uh-huh. Walker. Well, thank you. And Gene uh, Moore, history teacher, just made it come to life. I mean, yeah. I never got so excited about reading a history book. He made <laughs> it come alive, just like Abdel Rodriguez here. Yeah. Um, so, you know... I take all those experiences and their styles and methods and 
when I started subbing, I was subbing at Bartow IB. And so I was going from being a product of Polk County Public Schools. I had a great experience uh-huh. as a student. had a great experience here in Polk County. And went to Polk State. Uh, went to UCF, graduated in 2002. That's when I started subbing. Nice. And then I got a phone call. It was, Robert, I'm a friend of your mom's. I think we got the perfect <laughs> uh, classroom for you. Nice. And uh, I was in a separate class, separate school. And that's when I knew then how important relationships were going to yeah. be. And that was 20 years ago. And here I am 20 years later. Awesome. All right, we're going to take our first break. Okay, so those were all great people that inspired you. I also, my kindergarten teacher was my inspiration. And from kindergarten, wow. I said, I'm going to be a teacher. Oh, wow. And I did it. <laughs> So. That's awesome. You know, when you think back, you always remember how teachers made you feel. Mm-hmm. When you think back throughout the years, kindergarten, yeah. first, second, third, fourth, and so on, you always remember the teacher and how the teacher made you feel. And I yeah. think, you know, te- teaching is relationships. Yes. And I think all kids need a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I had such a great experience. I'm, I'm a product of the Polk County Schools and just want my students to have as good a, of an experience in education as I did. Once had a parent tell me that special minds need special teachers. Oh, I like that. I I absolutely love that. And I think all kids have different abilities. All kids have different talents and gifts. I feel like that needs to be a t-shirt. Why is that not a t-shirt yet? Uh, Let's make it one. That's a good one. Uh, What do you love about your job specifically? One great thing about being in education is you see see the the positive impact immediately that that you're making in kids' lives. You see it right away, Mm -hmm. and that's great. Love working alongside great teachers like yourselves to bring out the best in our students. And I think we also bring out the best in each other because we're helping one another. We're sharing our, our from our teacher tool belt. Yeah. And I always love telling parents about the success of their, 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 their children. Yes. That's the best. So last week, I actually, I got to do that. I, I got to do what I call a fun phone call. Yes. And so I called some of the parents that their kids made significant gains, you know. And um, one parent, you could hear on the phone when I said, hey, it's Miss <laughs> Walker from blah, blah, blah. Um, she was like, uh-huh. I said, no, this is a good phone yeah, call. Yeah. And she it's was like, good. oh, whew. Yeah. But, I mean, I love those phone calls yes. much better than the other. We probably need to do more of those. Yeah. And, yeah, I love letting parents know, you know, really enjoy working with your child and uh, really proud of how well they're doing. And mm-hmm. then sometimes you hear really you hear great things from the parents, like, well, thank you so much. And we've seen a major difference at home. And, you know, you're improving lives. You get to see that a lot when you do IEP meetings, too, don't yes. you? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because you're, yeah. you're you're specifically talking about you're, that child and where they yes, used to be and where they are. You're learning a lot about mm-hmm. the background. And, and do you get to follow? I know this is your first year here, but you usually get to follow their case for a little while. Usually right? so, and, and a lot of kids. I I have stayed in touch. I've stayed in touch with families, Aww. former students. I have kids in their twenties mm-hmm. reaching out uh, for advice and reaching out for references. And isn't it funny? We'll always call them kids. I know they're adults already. I we'll know. always call them kids. Yeah, I, and I love that. And I love that they think of us as people that they can that can still help them. Yeah. And that's so. It's almost like lifelong. These are your students for life. Yeah. In, in a sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what are some things you wish more people knew about your role? Or teachers' roles. Yeah. There's always so much going on behind the scenes in our lives and the lives of our kids. And everybody 
uh, carries invisible baggage. Ooh, yeah. Everybody, every day. Mm-hmm. So kind of being aware of that baggage, just going ahead and, and, and think of everybody carrying invisible baggage kind of helps us to be more supportive. And I think also just we're trying, to, we want all of our kids to feel valued mm-hmm. too and be supportive and we're always trying to be supportive and I think that's the big thing is we we you know we're, of course we want to increase student achievement mm-hmm. we want to make gains we want our students to be proficient but a lot of times kids just need to be heard need to feel valued I, I've noticed that the kids that I make the relationship with like yes. if, if I have a relationship with them first they're the ones that make the biggest gains absolutely for me. yeah absolutely um okay so we're gonna have a segment and it's called if it were me. Okay. Okay. And so you're just going to kind of give like your professional, like what you would do in that situation. Okay. Okay. So a lot of times teachers have situations like um, a student coming to school and being very violent, throwing chairs, um, not not listening. So what would you do if it were you in the situation where there's a child that's so irate that they're throwing chairs? Sure. I'm going to go back to my uh, CPI crisis prevention uh, training. So I think in that in that case, I would call for help. I probably have my students. Uh, I'd probably go to the door and have my mm-hmm. students line up outside the door. Yeah. And I'd probably have my acting out student, who's maybe just maybe just getting some things you know off their chest, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Maybe that's like a release. Right. So we're going to isolate them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to think about safety, the safety of our students. We're going to have them move outside the classroom. We might, I might stand by the door with the door open yeah. while the individual is inside the classroom. Well, I can still keep an eye on them, right. keep an eye on my class until uh, help arrives. But you know, a lot of times what goes up must come down. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, safety first. Uh, safety is priority, so we mm-hmm. don't want anyone to get hurt. But at the same time, we, uh, we want to ensure that uh, the person that's acting out is able to kind of Come down. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't realize that the person that's <clears throat> acting out is hurting too. Behavior is communication. Yeah. Behavior yeah. is communication. Absolutely. Okay, so. What would you do in that situation? I, I always go back to get the, get your other children out first and then yeah. be able to keep an eye. Yes. Um, but I have actually had students in the past where it was me being able to put my hand on their shoulder and say, it's okay. And like helps de escalate. Yeah, it helps the de escalation because I have seen teachers where, and this is what I would say, don't do, where they start to like they rise and they get they get you know, and you can't get upset because those are big emotions for little bodies, and it's got to come out in some way. Right. And so um, I I have had the the moment where the kid was about to throw a chair, and I you know put just put my hand lightly on the shoulder, and it's. It's okay. I'm yeah. going to breathe with you. And then yeah. the sobbing happens and the hug happens. Yeah. And, yes. You know, and then they come That's down. That's when they're coming down. Yeah. But, I, you know, thinking back, it's really important, too, that teachers make sure they take care of their mental health yes. so that they can do that. Because if when you're already, comes, yeah, yes. if you're already not in a great place, right. you don't want to escalate. Do that. You don't yeah. want to escalate the situation. You want to, you know, de escalate yeah. the situation. Especially For when sure. anxiety is up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So what do you do if you have a kid that says, I can't? Because I think um, a lot of people run into this. Yeah, I, I think there's a really neat lesson on Class Dojo that says, mm-hmm. not can't, it's not yet. Yes. Power of yet. 
Yeah. Yet. Growth mindset. That's right. Yeah. You will. Remember those old AT&T ads? You will. <laughs> what? Mr. Clark, that might be before me. <laughs> I <don't laughs> <Okay>. remember them. <laughs> the, power of, the power of yet. The power of yet. I agree with that. Absolutely. <clears throat> okay, so that was our segment of If It Were Me. See, painless. Not painful at all. Thank you. <laughs> all right, let's talk about goals or dreams for your future in education. Do you always want to stay in this path? Or are you on your way up? Do you... I could definitely see you being in administration. So thank you, Miss Walker. Yeah, I've heard that before. I really love what I'm doing now because I feel like I'm. I have the ability to be kind of a resource to a variety, <clears throat> to a bunch, to uh, to to teachers and students yeah. at the same time, so in elementary and middle. Perhaps. Okay. Perhaps. I mean, I'm, I'm going to stay open-minded. Yeah. Um, this is my twentieth year. Wow. Of teaching. I started in 2002. Kudos and, to you. Uh, thank you. And, uh, yeah, I'm always I'm always um, up for listening to opportunities. Mm-hmm. But uh, right now, very happy with mm-hmm. what I'm doing at Jewett School of the Arts. Yeah. Thr- thrilled to be here. Yeah. I know, I, for me, my goals have gone up and down. Um, but when I start to look at, oh, my kid's going to start kindergarten soon, I feel like I'm probably just going to Stay where I'm at until he finishes. Sure. You know. You know, in education, we're always in the business of enhancing lives, Mm -hmm. and we're all on the same team, so I'm always looking for ways to work alongside great teachers like yourself and enhance lives. I think not only are we improving the lives of our students, we're improving our lives as well. Yeah. Especially when we see the success of our students, Mm -hmm. it's it's wonderful for us, too. I had the pleasure of um, interviewing... Miss Schultz, our new teacher. Yes. And um, so I did a segment with her. And you guys, that'll be episode two. So stay, you know, stay for that one. Awesome. But um, I, I told her one of the biggest things is um, find the marigolds and be with the marigolds. You don't have you heard of that phrase yes. before? Yes. Um, just try to always uplift each other because yes. there's there's enough going grow, on. Grow together. Yes, and just always be there for each other. Yes, we need we need. We need a lot of support and encouragement, yes. too. Teachers need a ton of support and encouragement. Yeah, probably as much as our kids. Yes, we have to encourage one another, <laughs> yeah. for sure. So that kind of brings me to my last, but I think one of the biggest things is advice for people going into education and into the ESC sure. world. Sure, Yeah, you know, you've heard the saying, attitude is everything. Mm-hmm. So just stay positive. Uh, be teachable. Oh, that's a good one. Be be willing to accept constructive criticism. You know, don't mm-hmm. take it personally. You know, be be a team player. Yeah. Um, you're willing to learn. I mean, I'm learning every day. I learn every day. I learn from you, Miss Walker. I learn from all the great educators here, all the great people here. I'm learning daily. Mm-hmm. You all, and you're using what you learn today and take it in tomorrow. Yeah, and be open to use it. Absolutely. Yeah. Things that don't work. Things that do work. You're taking all that with you into the next day, and every day is a new day. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have to <clears throat> be willing to go beyond your comfort zone. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, you're going to get pushed out of your comfort zone. But sometimes when you go outside your comfort zone, you discover things about yourself. Mm-hmm. You discover talents and abilities you didn't even know you had. Nice, yeah. And um, when we're in the classroom, it's almost like um, we're we're kind of or on, like on a stage. Yeah. And just have to remember that eyes are watching and ears uh-huh. are listening. So the way we want our students to act is the way we act. Yeah. 
I always um, <clears throat> joke with my husband that I'm getting my comedy act together because <laughs> when I'm lesson planning, because you ha- almost have to throw in jokes to like oh, keep yes. their attention. Absolutely, and, you're um, on. Yeah, and you're you, on. You're really on stage. You're on. So I'm always joking that I'm getting my comedy act together. I'm working on my skit. You know. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Well, that's true because, you know, that, that, that is also how we are keeping our kids engaged, like you yep. said, and we're, we, we've got, we, and that's part of the relationships as well. And we're role models. Yep. And we might be the reason why the kids are coming to school. Yeah. And the kids depend on us. Yeah. I uh, would also say to uh, upcoming educators, just take one day at a time. Oh, Just yeah. take one, one day at a time. Yeah. When you try to, like, achieve too much at once and and look at like you know the whole week or the whole month it can be very overwhelming the teacher's job is never finished and our days change like we could make a plan and it could be beautiful sure but the whole day could change and then just like that (laughs) we're doing something different so flexibility that's right lunches that's right yeah that's right thank you so much for being on with me and um my pleasure (laughs) thank you so much for thinking of me i i uh, it's just been an honor working alongside you this year. Oh, thank you. And I've learned so much from you, and just uh, an honor to be a part of uh, this podcast too. I hope I hope educators or people uh, can take something from it. That's that's the goal. So new episodes every Wednesday for the next six weeks, and I hope to see you guys back next week. <laughs>